everybody, and welcome to another episode of RxEath's podcast, the podcast where three working professionals, or maybe four working professionals this year, talk about the games, movies, and TV shows that they love and enjoy. My name is Tiffany, and I'm your host for today's episode where we get to talk about something very fun. My co-hosts include Alex. Hello, hello. Matt. What's going on? And a welcome return to our fourth chair, Yasser. Yellow, your boy's back. He's back and he's ready to start 2024 hot off the presses with us. We're so excited to have him back. And today's episode, we're going to talk about Fantasy Critic, which is a really fun um, fantasy draft with video games. We've been doing it now. This is going to be our third year. This is our fourth. Right? This is our fourth year. Our fourth year doing it together first time for yasser um and i'm really excited to talk about it we're gonna kind of go over our standings from last year first audience you will not believe who came out on top it was matt believe studios <laughs> came out one by six points i came in second Alex came in third. Matt Let's just say last. Wait, why would they not believe that I was on top? <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe. If you had three tries, you'll get it on your last try. It's Matt. That's... Uh, yeah. You know, they, like they say, three strikes and you're out. So you had to get I it this time. To. Otherwise, we kick you off I the pod. To. Yeah, this is... Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. Yeah, Yasser was waiting for the wings, you know? <laughs> Matt, give us some highlights of your, your, your high points, your hard hitters of your publish your games uh you know i i had silk song you know drop me a nothing you know because (laughs) (laughs) you know we might get to this a little bit later but you know if they're on my team doesn't mean they're going to come out um but you know i had final (laughs) fantasy 16 i had super mario's brothers wonder um those were two probably the highest hitting things you know you got starfield and like nobody seemingly like starfield online but like hey got me 15 points so i don't know i got a lot of 80s this year which i'm completely fine with i will say though i thought i was screwed because this entire year i was one of my most anticipated games was liza p last year which i actually still haven't played but anyway um i was worried because i counterpicked it on draft day and then it didn't come out until like what september or something and then i was waiting yeah. i was like dang it this is gonna be like freaking tens out of tens and it ended up with just an 82 so i only had minus 12 but you know happy happy with my list didn't even have elden ring which like that was my big hitter from two years ago but somehow found a way you know honestly like i'm looking at your list and the only two games that like we counterpicked two of your games mm-hmm. and those were the only two games that didn't come out. And it's so you basically it. had points everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did great. Um, you did counterpick two of my games and that's where you lost your points. So what I did, that's called karma. Look what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look what you did. Um, so I actually didn't fill out my list last year. If I had gotten one more game that would have at least gotten me seven points, I would have won. And you know what? When it came to December, there was just nothing coming out. Like the last two games I picked were Ghost Runner 2 and Song of Nunu, A League of Legends Stories. And those were like, came out November. Mm -hmm. 
you know, October like October 26th for Ghost Runner 2, November 1st for Song of Nunu. And like, I was like, what's even coming out after that? I couldn't really pick anything. Um, but yeah, my highest scoring game was Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, got me 32, 32 points. points. Oh my god. 32 points. That Sheesh. was phenomenal. But then also, um, a couple of my games didn't come out. Plucky Squire didn't come out, which was a bummer uh for me because i wanted to play it and then uh i think my next highest scoring game was cocoon oh which i heard people talking about and that's why i picked it matt played that recently right i I liked it just as like a quick summary it was a really quick fun puzzler probably the best puzzle game i played all year but the problem was like i platinumed in like four hours like it was really that's a really short game so I would, I would definitely. I think eighty-seven probably fits well. If this was like a ten-hour game, like if they were able to like reinvent enough to have like a ten-hour puzzle mm-hmm. game, that would be like a ten out of ten. Like they might have something there, but I don't know. Fun time. I, I did see that you didn't fill out your list, and since I'm mm-hmm. really competitive, I just never mentioned Fantasy Critic to you or Alex. Just like maybe they won't notice that she still has a gap, gap I, on her team. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I was just really afraid that whatever I picked in the last month would give me negative points. Uh, you know, like shovelware. Like I just picked something that was you know in the eShop that just released. You know, and it got like a sixty nine. Nice. So that's why I kind of like you know what zero Very points nice. is better than negative points. Yeah. Um. My only follow up question to Cocoon: How much was it? Um, well, so I paid for it and it was on sale. <laughs> and then Yasser goes, Hey, you know that's on Game Pass? And I was like, No, <laughs> I didn't. So I paid for free. But you know what? You gotta support independent developers. You know true. what I mean? That's that's true. You're right. I should really just do that. But okay. it was like yep. it was like twenty bucks. It was twenty bucks yeah. on the okay. sale, right? Yeah. That's cool. Alex, what's chic games? What was their year like? Man, it it was carried by my initial hype. You know, my highest scoring games were the ones I drafted in our initial draft last year. Spider-Man 2 being my top scoring game, you know, 90 points. And surprisingly, Mm. Sea of Stars up there, you know, right behind at 89. Uh, But yeah, I think coming in dead last and looking at my draft, (laughs) a lot of my (laughs) games are very just okay, which is, you know, kind of par for the course, right? Not every game can be great. But just a few of the games hit a lot lower than I thought. You know, I drafted stuff like uh, Wild Hearts. You know, I thought that could be a potential Monster Hunter competitor. And it kind of was until they stopped supporting it or they announced that they would stop updating it. So they obviously gave up on that. Uh, And then stuff like Disney Illusion Island. You know, that was a 2D platformer that I thought would do a lot Mm -hmm. better, especially because it's Disney themed. You know, you're jumping around as like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy. Uh, but I guess it just didn't do that well, 74. And most surprisingly, I would say, is uh, Counter-Strike 2. You know, people love Counter-Strike. You know, the decades of PC gaming, right? Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike Source, 1.6, you know, all that good stuff. You know, uh, was it Global Offensive? And only 77. So honestly, I just picked a lot of things that I thought would have a lot more hype, but then ended up not really reaching the mark. So that's uh, that's the lesson. You know, I, I got to agree with you, Alex. Um, I was pretty surprised by Counter-Strike 2 as well, considering it's like one of the most popular games that's been played in 2023. 
and it sits at a 77 open critic score little surprising so i definitely feel for you there yeah also just highlighting you drafted pikachu detective pikachu oh yeah we, we, we don't talk about pikachu <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that was kind of rough. That that was the the one game that got me negative points. So yeah, <laughs> that's the redheaded step rat that we don't talk about. Oh my god, you were like, I thought people liked that game. Yeah, well, guess not. Maybe it, they like the first it's, one. It's because it wasn't uh, Ryan Reynolds voicing him. Ah, yeah, like, or Danny DeVito. Either one of those <laughs> done it. Okay. So that was last year. Matt won. He's rolling in. He started the draft. We're in 2024. And we've completed our initial draft. Since there are four of us this time around, we each drafted six games. And we may or may not have changed our publisher names. And we're going to talk about that. Alex, you have a new name. No longer Chic Games. What's this about? So, you know, we're in a new year, new me, you know, reborn like the phoenix, but also in this case, not a phoenix, but a dragon. And so for those of you that are in tune with, you know, the the Zodiac, 2024 is year of the dragon. Mm -hmm. And like one of my favorite franchises that, you know, I ended up not being able to draft a certain game that's coming out very (laughs) soon, but like a dragon coming out you know end of january (laughs) and so with that mantra it's the year of the dragon i love this franchise and with the strength of a dragon i would say we are very dragon-esque and so that's where i came up with the name this time you know we're bringing the heat this time hopefully hopefully these drafted games score well at least you know mid to upper 80s that's what i'm hoping for I i don't need 90s but if everyone does 80s that'd be great okay Shall we go I through the rest say, of our publisher names before? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me very happy that I got like a dragon now. But also, I, I, we have to remember you had the opportunity. Just don't forget that. This is that. true. When we get into the drafting, <laughs> I guess we'll talk about uh-huh. the, the strategy. He was too busy trying to screw me out of my title that I've drafted for the past three <laughs> okay, years. Okay, do, do we just want to get into the yeah. drafts then? Let's just get, <laughs> let's into, just get into it. Let's get into it. I, okay. I it. first picked this year <laughs> Hollow Knight Silk Song. And guess what? It's because Matt didn't first pick it because he didn't believe. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> like his titular studio believes Listen, studios, here, Matt. come closer. Everyone that's listening, come closer yeah. to your mic or to your headset <laughs> or wherever you're at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am doing a service for you because when Hollow Knight Silk Song is on my list, on my roster, it does not come out. And so I think this is mm. the year for us to get this as the world Hollow Knight Silk Song. So I had to just give it away. I had to give it away. And Alex is, I guess, the foster home for my poor, poor baby. It's just been sitting there <laughs> with zeros for three Marinating. years. Marinating. Yeah. I mean, I need the help and since I got dead last last year. That's true. This oh, is, my this gosh. This is the donation that Matt gifted onto me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what did you pick yeah, instead? Yeah, see, like, I, I couldn't go with Hollow Knight Silk Song. I am on the hype for one of my most anticipated games of this year, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. This all started... Gosh. To, uh, I guess, what is it? At the very beginning? 2020. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Of the pod. The very beginning of the pod. Alex gave a recommendation for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I bought it when it went on yes. sale, and I've been hooked ever since. Started like looking up all sorts of spoilers. 
none of it made any sense to me. I actually just beat Crisis Core today to prep for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. This morning, like I was like working and I was listening to Sephiroth's theme music while I was working. Like I am so into this game and I cannot (laughs) wait. Comes out February 29th, 2024. And this is, oh, it's, Bringing the fire, man. There's there's nothing bringing the fire like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. He he's leaping <laughs> for joy for the leap day leap day release. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was a stretch. Wow, Alex. Yeah, that was. <laughs> this is the heat. A... This is the heat that we're bringing. <laughs> <laughs> too much heat. Too much heat. Bring it back. Um, I feel like my list is a lot. So my studio name is Gintendo. It's the same name I've been going for all three years prior. But I have very few Nintendo games on my list this year. Interesting. Mainly because I feel like they're a mystery. I'm going to be honest. I think Nintendo's a big mystery this year. Yeah. Um, And I was planning on drafting Princess Peach's Showtime, but that got taken away from me because I prioritized Tekken 8. A very Tiffany game. Honestly, (laughs) if I look at your list, this is what I think that's going to be your top of your list game this year. (laughs) But if we know from last year, it's definitely a smart pick, right? Because last year we had Street Fighter (laughs) 6 and Mortal Kombat 1 come out. I thought you were about to dunk on Tiffany. Be like, as we know, Tiffany (laughs) Those those releases did so well last year that obviously drafting a fighting game is very a solid first pick for those good points. And this oh, is like absolutely. the only yeah, fighting that game that's coming out this year, right? Because like Street Fighter 6 came that out. That we know of. And then what else? Like a bunch came Mortal out last Kombat. year. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. And then two years yeah. ago, was it? I forget the name of it. I think I drafted it. Or maybe you drafted it, Alex. Do you know what it's called? Uh, Soul Calibur 6. Mm, maybe. I don't think so. But okay. All right. Tekken, Tekken 8. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Okay. Yeah, I just need the points, you know, getting the winning, like, crown, like, slipped out of my grasp. I was like, get me the points. <laughs> um, Yasser, I really like your team name, Squirtle Squad Studios. Love it. Yes, yes. So, for my first year on the Fantasy Critic draft, I figured I'd go with an origin story. My first favorite game, Pokemon. My first favorite Pokemon, Squirtle. Uh, Matt totally didn't just help me figure out the name five seconds before we started. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, with my first pick, I I figured I'd go with something that's very consistent across the board, and I picked like a dragon, like I mentioned earlier. Um, I feel like it's going to do really well, and I can't wait to not play it. But I know it's going to do great. <laughs> you know what, Yasser? You and I, our studio, our publishers are the same. We 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 can recognize good great games, yeah. but we won't uh-huh. play them. You know? <laughs> that's right yeah that's right it's our motto <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not everybody has uh winners at by the way games. let it be known yeah let it be known uh this squad allowed the winner of last year to go first and the newcomer to go last so just uh throwing that out there but you know what you got to counterpick <laughs> okay. first when we go through our picks you got to counterpick first you know like true there that are is true. Certain it benefits. is a snake mm-hmm. draft, so we got the fourth and fifth uh-huh, pick uh-huh. back to back. I had the eighth, yeah. which I really believe in my second, my second pick for sure. Oh, do tell you? Tell us, tell oh, us. Yeah. So I don't know that it's coming out. Oh, it's coming I don't out. know. 
it's going to be good. I feel pretty confident. pretty confident. I don't know when exactly, but I feel confident it's going to come out, and I feel confident it's going to be great. And that's Senua Saga, Hellblade 2. First game, absolute artistic masterpiece. Loved playing it. Can't wait to play this next one. Um, I just want to know more, basically. And we got a little bit of a snippet. Was it during the Game Awards, or was it during the Xbox Showcase? I already forget. I, feel like it was I like, think it was Game Awards um, two or three years ago, too, at this point, right? Oh, when they first announced it, I mean, yeah, yeah. I thought we got yeah, more at the last Game Awards. Yeah, this mo- past Game Awards, I know for sure that there was, oh yeah, there was first of all like this orchestra set that they had, right? Yeah. And afterwards, they revealed some additional gameplay. Um, so, yep, really looking forward to it. Can't wait to see when that comes out. But I also, I mean, good for you on getting that, but like my beef with your publisher, Yasser, is that you took uh-huh. my Princess Peach's showtime. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I didn't need. Well, we do like diversity at Squirrel Squad Studios, and so we need to make sure we get Nintendo in there. Okay. Um, that's and fair. Princess Peach Showtime is probably the heaviest hitter that we know about for sure right now. For think, Nintendo, right? yeah. yeah. I not agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I actually think that game looks fun. It does. It does look fun. Like, like everyone was re- kind of hyped for Mario Wonder and then they like after it came out they were like oh dang this is a great game and I was like really because my hype for Princess Peach's Showtime is more than the hype that I had for Mario Wonder but I also love a good outfit change so like seeing <laughs> yeah. her go through outfits with different powers right like that looks fun yeah like I think this is the only new IP that Nintendo has even announced at this point announced like substantially with a date so Mm -hmm. i don't know i think it looks pretty good i do wonder like this is what you always like run the risk of when you draft a nintendo title it's like is it going to be good like wonder good where you're getting like 90 plus points or you're gonna get like some like gonna be a detective pikachu yeah like (laughs) you know like it's built for kids you know like when you say right. like something critical on the internet and everyone's like, well, this is for a child, you know, like <laughs> you're not yeah. allowed to hate on <laughs> yeah. it because it's made for Billy. Like you, you never know which yeah. Nintendo you're going to walk into. <laughs> but from what I've seen, it looks like a banger. Yep. And as far as critic scores go, I feel like Nintendo gets a little bit more slack than your average True. studio as well. So that's why I like the pick personally. <laughs> I guess that's fair because even with like Detective Pikachu Returns, I feel like people are very readily into crapping on Pokemon at this point because of like the graphics and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe- was that also a Game Freak game? No. Okay. I feel like Pokemon. The problem with Pokemon is it comes out every year. I feel like if it didn't mm-hmm. come out every year, if they didn't have something Pokemon coming out every year. I feel like having like the Assassin's Creed where they took a little bit of time off and then the games got better and they reviewed better. Like, I don't know. I, I think I know we all love Pokemon, but I think maybe it's time to like just take a pause. Just take a pause. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm asking for. I mean, they kind of did like they I, like they didn't come out with the new game this year. Only DLC mm. or this year as in last year. I guess that's you know, fair. 2023. It was only DLC. It's only time. Unless you count Detective Pikachu, right? I guess. See, yeah. they should have taken a pause. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Don't yeah. talk about Detective Pikachu. Please stop mentioning it. Please respect my privacy at this time. 
Um, I don't know. I get. I'm not that excited. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not that excited about my team right now. You're gonna, you're <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna be real. I mean, yeah. Do you want to yeah. do the whole rundown? I'm gonna run through my team because I'm excited to talk about everyone else's okay. team right. more than mine. So I got myself a Tekken Eight. The the one game that I will be playing if this comes out, I drafted the plucky squire Looks and great. i will play the hell out of that game like i i drafted this game last year and it ended up not coming out and i was devastated because number one that meant i didn't get any points on fantasy critic but number two it meant i couldn't play it did they have like any reason um, why it was just just a delay that they said i think it was just a delay it looks they needed so to good like, God, like the 2d so to 3d i'm such a sucker for that yeah you don't yeah. rush Devolver digital published games. You know they always come out with the good hits. And what I've learned That's true. That's true. probably two years ago is you don't counterpick Devolver digital games because <laughs> it will be a negative ten to fifteen at least. Yeah. Um. So then I got Dragon's Dogma two, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, The Wolf Among Us two, and Visions of Mana. Now listen here, Dragon's Dogma looked like it did pretty well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked who. That's why I picked number two, and it has a release date. The thing is, um, it's it's going to be good, but in a janky way. So people will love it, but I don't know if it'll score well. Okay, uh, I I feel that. I think I feel that. Like, uh, you know what though? Give me eighty two. Get me an eighty two or something. I don't know. Okay it's gonna it's gonna be jank, but it's like good jank. But I don't know what good jank translates to score wise. I feel okay. like an 85. I mean, Starfield yeah, pulled it off last year. Yeah, 85 is like the jink meter. That was what Starfield got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Alex freaking counterpicked the Suicide Squad, killed the Justice League on me, which I, I understand. I was like, yeah. Alex defend I want to believe. I want to believe yeah. like how Matt believes in Rebirth over Hollow Knight Silk Song, but... <laughs> as much as I want to play as Harley Quinn, you know, and shoot some big purple glowing orbs, right? And like you're swinging around. I don't even know what city you're in. Is it Metropolis? I think I you're think near Metropolis. Metropolis. Yeah. And uh, I just don't know if it'll review well. So I think that's another game where it'll be fun to play, but not necessarily get any get sort of points. good review scores. We've kind of been playing around this. I think the oh, concept. Go ahead. Go ahead, yes. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm sorry, like Matt. taking it way off field. So like you go, you go for it. I was just going to say that I think the concept sounds really fun and I'm really looking forward to it. But from what you guys have told me before we started recording, um, the news recently hasn't been great as far as just like we haven't heard great things as far as what the content's going to look like and yeah. what the gameplay is going to be like. Um, so that's concerning. Um, I still believe in Rocksteady, though. They haven't really put out a bad game yet. So I'll believe it when I see it as far as a bad game is concerned. Um, so. Good luck, Alex. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so the real question is this. Uh, you know, we've kind of been flirting around this all night. Are the four of us going to squad up and play this game? Because I'm down. I'm down to clown. Because this looks like a fun that's game. True. I love this world. No, no. I'm the clown. I'm Harley Quinn. Oh, uh, that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I think, yes, yeah, so you and I get like the two more boring characters because i think they both <laughs> that's okay um i want to be king shark oh okay the shark does look pretty badass so either, okay fair is it <laughs> it's boomerang boy captain boomerang 
Oh, oh my yeah. god. Boomerang boy. <laughs> you can be called boomerang boy if you want. Um I'd love to be called that, Matt. <laughs> That's gonna be the And then I, what's the other guy? Deathshot or something like that? I don't Oh, Deathlock, right? Sure. No, Deadshot. Deadshot. Oh, Deadshot. Oh my oh, god. Gosh. So we got the two A tiers <laughs> coming up last. Um yeah, I think Deathlock it... is from Marvel. Oh, you're right. You're right. I I, I think I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Um, Wait, let me you know, double check. It's coming out March 20th. Oh, February 2nd. Yeah. Yo, Matt, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. Okay. Three weeks to pow- pound that game out. I don't know, before Final Fantasy Rebirth. Like, That's plenty, plenty of time, time probably. I think. You, you think yeah, so? The, the campaign's going to be like five hours, and then it's just going to be post-game grind. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no way. Is you think so? I think it's I think it's a solid 15-20 hour experience maybe. Campaign-wise. Rocksteady is known for their campaigns. Yeah, there's no way it's going to be that short. We don't hopefully. think it's going to be like oh Call of God. Duty. I hope 2023. Not. Okay, oh let's get away from this topic. It's making me sad. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Wolf Among well, Us 2. That's who I counterpicked and I, I Yeah. Hate, like good, I have that's a good one. How many people have I recommended Wolf Among Us 2? Have I recommended it to everybody on this podcast? I feel like I you I have, have. Um, it is mm-hmm. one of my favorite Telltale games of all time. It is one of my favorite stories. The first one. Yeah, sorry. The first one. One of my favorite stories of all yeah. time. I think it it lifted that genre in such a way that it, it really hurt me to counterpick it, but I counterpicked it to for counter- two reasons. <laughs> um, one, um, I don't know if I believe in Telltale anymore. They actually, like, at the okay. end of last year, they mm-hmm. laid off even more people, and part of the people that got laid off were the devs for The Wolf Among Us 2. Just makes me think, with uh... that, it was supposed to be March of 2023, so you're, you might be thinking, oh, well, it's surely going to come out sometime in 2024. Yeah, it might, but I just don't know what is left at that point. Like, with all the devs that left, okay. it kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. That made me not as excited for it. I will still check it out if it comes out. But I just don't know. Like, it's kind of one of those things. Like, the people that made it so special are the people that are getting laid off. So, I don't know. I don't know what's left at this point. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it comes out and it's awesome. But it just makes me a little bit nervous. And when everybody else is, like, putting up all these awesome games, you have to pick something to counterpick. And so, I kind of had to close my eyes and draft (laughs) it. Okay. Well, I didn't know that uh the information about the the layoffs and stuff so that's kind of a bummer for me i might have not picked this if i was more in the know um but you know what also sometimes i'm yoloing it like with my last pick visions of mana this is like the first game in the mana franchise in the last since like what did it say like 15 years i think there hasn't been a mana game so who knows what this is going to be like but i picked it because i was like well this surely will come out on switch and i need another switch game for my publishing party (laughs) (laughs) have you played any of the mana series like anyone nope i have not i've started trials of mana like the remake that came in like 2018 but i haven't like gone past the first like area it's definitely like your more simplistic, like linear action RPG. Uh, so I feel like games like Final Fantasy VII Remake have like kind of taken that step forward with kind of showing how 
Square can evolve that style. So I don't, hopefully maybe Visions take something that Rebirth has done and maybe that uh, remake did that kind of pushes the monasteries forward. Because honestly, not having played any of the other prior games, I don't, I feel like they've taken the elements of that franchise and put it into their other franchises. So hopefully they've innovated in some other way, or maybe this is just kind of like, you know, we're coming full circle where those franchises have benefited from what it started and now it can benefit from what those have evolved upon. So. So who would like to go next? I'll go next. (laughs) So I've already kind of talked about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It is going to head up Believe Studios. I guess I never officially announced since, you know, a bunch of great success in 2023, we decided keep same management, keep safe structure. Let's just keep doing the same thing. Get that second win in a row. <laughs> oh. So believe. Okay. We're believing in Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And could you believe that Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, one of Matt's favorite games of all time, all the way from the GameCube, is coming back. I, like, we were talking pre-show, like, I did not think this was a remake. I thought this was like almost like a reskin. A remaster? Yeah, like, yeah. I thought that we wouldn't be able to draft it, but I guess I was wrong because it's coming out supposedly in 2024 and we can draft it. So 100% drafting these. <laughs> Can't wait. Have you guys played this? Anyone played this? No. Oh, I have not. God. I just have the origami. This is the time for us, Matt. This is oh, this is why they're showtime. Showtime. This is so good. You want something to play on your Switch too, or on your Super Switch? Here we go. Oh, spoiler alert! Oh, what if that's the what if that's the titular title? That is not going to be the titular title. Oh, I love it so much. I'm just asking a question. It would be to me, but I'm sure something else will come out at the same time. Could you imagine Metro Prime 4 coming out as like, oh like I God. might die. You guys might have to come to my house and make sure I'm still Resuscitate living. Resuscitate you? I mean, that's like a yeah. meme at this point, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be the new Silk Song, I tell you. So after this remake, we are going for Persona 3 Reload, which is the remake for Persona 3. I played Persona 5 Royal the first time this past year. Really loved it. So I can't wait to see that treatment for another game i've never played persona 3 don't know if people like it like it, alex i'm you're the only hope to play this like did you play persona 3 before no but i will be playing reload okay that is on All the right. list did you already so, purchase it did you pre-order it i have not pre-ordered it but then whenever i get around to enough. playing it i it's will report enough. back here dang and okay let y'all know persona th- or maybe i'll do a I'll do a 1 XP episode on it. Who knows? Persona okay. 3 Reload comes out the same time as Suicide Squad. The same day. I wonder which one's going to win. I don't know. Um, the first game that comes out this year is Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. It comes out in like two weeks. And this just looks really awesome. It, it's like a side scroller. It looks really fun, really kinetic. I'm, I'm really down for this game. Are you going to play it like on release, you think? Is it going to come to Game Pass? I don't know. That's a good question. They just announced a whole slew of games that come out the next couple weeks, and it wasn't included. I feel like they probably would have included it, but I don't know. Um, okay. I, I have so many things that I want to play this year, I'm like from last year, that I might not get to it. Yeah. I might just see if like all the reviews come out. What the yeah. hype's all about. And then I've got Stalker 2 and Replaced. Stalker 2, I 
uh, someone counterpicked last year of mine. And then this is the developer that was very affected by the war in Ukraine. And then they, they stopped development for a time and then didn't release it. It's supposed to come quarter one. And I really hope it does because I, I think a lot of people are looking for that to be kind of like the hot ticket item for Xbox. So we'll see. Replaced. Okay. Another is like a Belarus studio. So another person, another studio that's kind of taken a little bit of time off. And uh, we'll see. It's it's more of like a sci-fi 2.5D side scroller. Um, it looks really good. But one of you did not think it looks really good or actually didn't know anything about it. Right, <laughs> Tiffany? Yep, that was me. Yep, had no idea. And I was like, I'm going to pick a game that I don't know about. Um and it didn't work well for me the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe this is the year. I thought maybe third time's the charm. Right. Like, honestly, we haven't seen much of this game in a long time. So there's mm-hmm. nothing that's saying that it'll actually release this year. So maybe you're right. But it looks it looks really good. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, the art looks amazing. Cool dang. We'll see. Maybe for me. <laughs> well, it might not release, so yeah. you might have picked yeah, a good pick one. one yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Yasser, All right, Alex, go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go last as the newcomer. Okay. <laughs> Dragon-esque studios. All right, We're speaking just... about counterpicks, my first pickup, as I mentioned before, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Yasser actually counterpicked this. Yasser, do you want to explain yourself? Easy decision. Easiest decision of my life. <laughs> <laughs> What is this game coming out? All right. I'm trying to help them. It's I'm coming out in them. 2024. That's when it's coming out. Wow. Okay. All right. I oh hope so. God. But have we even heard anything about Silk no, Song? Nothing. Come on, man. You can't pick it as your first game. We Let them cook. Anything. Let them cook. Oh, my, oh my God. God. All right. I'm praying for Are you. Are they going to eat and take no <laughs> Remember when Xbox was like, everything say. shown today will come out in six months? And Silk Song was on that list. Did they show it was Silk like a Song? A year and a yeah. half ago. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Death sentence. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> All right. Following it up, Metaphor Refantagio. So this is, it's basically fantasy persona. But what really puts this apart from other things that might also be called fantasy persona or what have you is that this is developed by Atlas's development team that made Persona 5. Mm, so okay. you know with how great Persona 5 was, that development team has the chops to make a turn-based RPG. Now they're trying it in the fantasy setting. It's going to be good. I have high hopes for it. That's also, you know, I was kind of sad that it was announced for a fall release this year, but I guess they wanted to put some time in between P3 Reload and Metaphor. You know, they don't want those overlapping. Here's a question for you. You've played other Personas, right? Like, then just 5, or have you only played Persona 5? No. He played... I mean, I, I've played every Persona Five. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, never mind. Except, except the dancing game. Stri- so I, Strikers. I, I really enjoyed the music in Persona Five. Like that was like one of the best things about that game, and it seems like it fits that well. Like that almost not futuristic, but kind of like present time and like poppy and everything. Do you think that like I don't? I couldn't even imagine like that music in like a fantasy based game like is that a big deal yeah to you i don't know i mean i think 
obviously it's going to adapt. Uh, with even Persona 5, they went with that jazz style, and that was part of P5's like identity. Okay. And so I think they've always done a good job in matching kind of each like entries and you know as they call right the whole persona right of diving into a certain color scheme right so obviously p3 is blue p4 was yellow p5 was red and then kind of accompanying the music and ambiance and everything with the theming and so this being fantasy might come off as more generic in some cases maybe right like other fantasy titles but i hope since this is that team's first take on it right like there hasn't been this kind of true fantasy style that they've done right everything's been more kind of i guess biblical in nature right a lot of their designs are very kind of biblical you know you have these like gods and and demons in their designs and so maybe skewing more towards fantasy maybe they take inspiration for stuff like lord of the rings or you know the witcher you know so i can't really say it say to what they will do but i'm definitely excited because it's their first attempt okay uh but maybe it does come off as super generic but who knows uh, with that, you know, talk about fantasy, Black Myth Wukong, you know, for those of you that are in the know or not in the know, Journey to the West inspired story, uh, the Monkey King. And so I'm really excited because it's delving into this type of story right, or this, you know, historical story fiction that hasn't been, I guess, tried in, tr- you know, a lot, especially like for pop um, culture. Dragon Ball. Sure, but I'm saying <laughs> in, in terms of like making a game that's like more based around that fantasy story, like Dragon yeah. Ball is inspired by it, but it's like obviously a take, and this seems a little bit more uh, closer to that canon story. And so right. I'm excited. It's got a Souls-like feel, right? You look at the comment, you look at the visuals. Mm. This gives that vibe. Like this is going to be a you know a game that pushes you to your limits. Not to say it'll be a hard game, but it'll be a game that I hope isn't something that, you know, people take down very easily. And maybe that gives it its status, right? This is made by a Chinese developer. You know, I don't, I'm not sure what they've made in the past, but it seems to be this kind of like first game amongst like a wave of games that's coming out of China. That's kind of like breaching into the Western, you know, audience. And hopefully it's kind of leading the charge of more Chinese developed games to kind of break through to a global audience. So definitely excited for that. Yeah. I, I heard about this a couple times recently, actually, and I was curious because I was going to ask you if you'd known about the developer ahead of time. It sounds like you hadn't. No, um, I'm yeah, curious I if you know. know more about like why the hype is so strong for this. Like I hear about it a lot in gaming websites and gaming news um, and it looks good, but I, I want to know more about like understanding the hype. What do you think? I think originally the hype was just this it's taking the theming of journey to the West, but having another souls like game, right? Cause like we talked about previously mm-hmm. with Matt's draft, right? With lies of P or lack thereof draft of it, that uh, <laughs> it seems like the industry is kind of starved for these, you know, souls likes, right? It's like, unless it's a from software game, typically they haven't been the best. You know, it's only been recently with stuff like Liza P where it's, we're getting closer, right? Like other studios can capture the kind of feeling, not necessarily the exact same as how from software does it, but it's good enough where they make their own choices that make it distinct enough where you can still enjoy that style of gameplay. 
And so I think it's that combination of it looks to be matching that. And also when it originally uh, was revealed, right, there was like a game, a quote unquote gameplay trailer shown. It looks gorgeous. You know, this was a game that looked amazing, you know, high resolution, high frame rate. The way the models interacted with the environment, like I think it was um, Wukong, like he was walking through snow and the snow was, you know, as we've seen in games, but right, kind of falling to the wayside very naturally with his footsteps. And so it was a game that seemed to be couched in kind of realism. And I think that also goes a long way where it's like if the game is kind of showing all these things where it's reacting to your right inputs to your gameplay, that that's what a lot of people look for. So I think it's just that kind of generic combination of it looks good. And I think there have been positive feedback. People have tried it out. There have been demos of it. And so I think it's positive for the fact that we haven't seen anything really negative yet from the game itself. Awesome. And it's an Unreal Engine 5 game. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, uh, like you, you said, the P- graphics definitely the seem to be pushing the edge. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, my next game, Earthblade. So when I drafted this, I'm pretty sure... None of you I was what like, is this? I was know like, what, what Earthblade is. That? is. Yeah, yeah, what no is idea. that? And typically, <laughs> I like to have this one draft game that you guys don't know anything about. And so Earthblade <laughs> is a Metroidvania. Oh, okay. You know, it's, in the, it's a 2D platformer. And what really gives it its pedigree, it's made by the developers of Celeste. So if you know oh. platforming oh. via Celeste, then you might have, uh, maybe this comes up on your radar then. So hopefully it comes out this year. They showed it, a, a, I think it was oh, yeah. not last year's Game Awards, but the year before that, 2022. Yeah. And it was just kind of like them panning over the map. And so, you know, they haven't shown really a lot of gameplay yet. And maybe that's a sign that it's not coming out this year. But if it does come out this year, I have high hopes because that studio has done great, and especially the music in Celeste was great, so hopefully uh, they got Lena Rain back to compose the the soundtrack for this too, so that'd be fantastic. Okay. I'm glad Next. I didn't counterpick that one. You know what's oh, yeah. really funny? Do you know what the developers are called? Extremely, Extremely okay. okay Games. That is so <laughs> funny. Where like Celeste yeah. was like Game of the Year nominee, like it was like 90 plus on Open Critic. Extremely okay. Yeah, I just Googled it. I, I, I just Googled it too, Matt. I didn't know it off the top That's of my so head. so funny. <laughs> it's a great name. All right, next. There's only one word to describe why I drafted this. Democracy. <laughs> <laughs> and in case you don't understand that, that that's meant for Helldivers 2. So I was looking at it. I had no from- idea what you were talking about. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> if you're not familiar with Helldivers, this is your co-op. At least the original was a co-op isometric uh, shooter where you're basically blasting bugs. Like you're traveling through the galaxy. Mm. You're spreading democracy. And in the process, you're encountering some bugs. You just got to zap them. You got to blast them. Uh, and what's what really drives me, I love Helldivers 1. The main gimmick is friendly fire is always on, so you gotta be watch where you gotta watch where you're shooting. Um, it's carrying a forward with hell divers too. You can't just be blasting everywhere. You gotta watch where your teammates are. When you call down drop pods for reinforcements and supplies, you can drop that drop pod on your teammate and it'll squish them and kill them. You know, and that's <laughs> all part of the charm that goes to show. You know, when you're spreading democracy throughout the galaxy, you know it, it ain't as easy as it looks. Casualties are gonna happen. You know, <laughs> exactly. 
And so I'm really excited for it. They did change it. It's not an isometric top-down shooter anymore. It's a third-person shooter, so it's a little bit more traditional. But I think that's because they got a little bit more of a budget bump, right, with Sony, I think, investing in that studio. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for it. It comes out next month. So who kn- it's it's going to compete with Suicide Squad in that regard, too, because, like, what, you know, maybe I'll play Suicide Squad with you guys, and once Helldivers 2 comes out, I'm jumping ship to that. I got to go spread democracy throughout the galaxy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Do you think that would be like a PS Plus title? I think eventually, yeah, because I okay. think the first one was on PS Plus. Okay. Uh, so at some point we'll get it. But on the plus side, it is a $40 release. Oh. So it's not a full price game. That's oh. $39.99. All right. Okay. And it mm-hmm. is on PC. So this isn't in PlayStation. It'll be PlayStation and PC at relaunch. So, you know, I don't know if there's crossplay, but at least those options will be available. And, and your uh, last game, your yeah, last, the last pick game for the draft. So, I didn't know this was coming out this year. Who knows if it's even coming out this year? Fancy Critic had <laughs> it on their list of available to draft. So I just picked it. Flights in 2024. <laughs> All I know is when flight when the last flight sim came out, Matt got a lot of points for it. And so based on that, I believe in his belief in Flight Sim. So if Flight Sim 2024 comes out, I hope it gets me a lot of points. Okay. That's a good argument. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone actually played the Flight Sim games here? No. I've not, no. Listen, I tried. It's on Game Pass. I tried. It is freaking complicated. Let me tell you. They have like controls for every little knob on whatever airplane you're trying to pilot. And it is not like you're just pick it up and enjoy yourself. I mean, you can. There are modes where you can do that and it's beautiful. Okay. Um, but otherwise, if like you're really trying to get into it, it is very complicated. Just wanted to throw that out there. I tried it. Very I saw something <laughs> online because they they just recently, or maybe I just keep hearing about it. They they pulled a bunch of guys, and they pulled them to see how many of them thought that they could land a plane without training, and like sixty to seventy percent of men thought that they could. Like with no training whatsoever. No way. And <laughs> and did they make them do Microsoft's flight simulator? No, but someone was like, obviously, sixty to seventy percent of men have not played Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> 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 yeah. For sure, it's insane. Wow, that's crazy that they would think that though. Yeah, there's no way. There's no I know, way. right? <laughs> yeah. No, I can crash. Like, and maybe I'll die. Maybe I won't. But I could try. But like, no, I'm not gonna land. Oh. Honestly, when they asked that, did they mean like a like a full they meant a jet full, yeah, kind of thing? Plane. They, they okay, not to. like one of those like one or two seater ones. I don't know actually, because maybe that's somewhat more yeah, doable. Not sure. <laughs> but even then, it's still I'm still yeah, probably no. dying. Not yeah. gonna lie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, transitioning to Squirrel Squad Studios. Um, this is my first year. Never really done this before. So for me, I kind of tried to stick to the heavy hitters. Um, some that I've played and some that I honestly haven't, um, but I've heard good things about the ones that I haven't as far as like the sequels are concerned. So obviously Like a Dragon falls into that latter category. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about Princess Peach yeah. earlier, but no, none of the other ones, right? Or Sunuous did we? We talked we about, talk about those two, right? Because I shouted you out for taking it from me. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so my second pick after Like a Dragon was Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. Um, I think I mentioned this one as well, but obvious no-brainer. Uh, can't wait to play that. Uh, and then 
the rest are new. So Rise of Ronin, um, I know the developer through the Neo games, the Neo games that me and Matt are very in tuned in uh, because we played an entire at, mission. At least and, uh, two hours in. We yeah. haven't finished it quite yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we really know how good um, this great two hours, dev is, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Honestly, it was a great time. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but obviously, we know their pedigree, so I feel pretty confident in that pick. Um, and then going through Princess Peach, obviously. And then after that, I picked Frostpunk 2, um, another gaming franchise that I haven't played personally, but I know friends, especially on my Steam's friends list, that have played it and have recommended it. Um, and the open critic score of the first game was bonkers, like over 90, oh, wow. I think. Uh, so I'm definitely going to... It's definitely on my radar. Um, I probably will play the first one leading up to it because I've heard great things about that game too. And it's really cheap on Steam. But easy pick for me, I think. Uh, pretty pretty excited to have that on my Squirrel Squad studio. And then lastly, I did something that was a little bit more uh, of a risk, I'd say. And I picked Avowed. I think they have confirmed it's coming out in 2024. But, but there's whenever no they just say 2024, yeah. I, I do get a little anxious because, you know, especially after post-COVID, it is a lot more difficult at times to try to meet those deadlines. And we know in general, a lot of Microsoft Studios lately have not been hitting their deadlines. Mm-hmm. So for that reason alone, I feel like uh, it's kind of a risk, but they've showed gameplay already. And I'm really excited about uh, being able to play on Game Pass. Uh, hopefully it releases in 2024. And I'm pretty excited to see that I'm the only team so far that doesn't have a counter pick. So let that be known as well. I guess that's <laughs> I was waiting fair. for you to pick up Hades too, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to pick that up. But uh, yeah, I don't feel confident about that game. I can't believe no one picked it, but I guess none of us really feel confident that's coming out. This I year, don't huh? think it's going to get a score. Like that's I, my I can see beta that's access or early access, whatever coming yeah. out. But like, I don't. Think I have it, heard about that. No one's gonna be scoring a, ba- a an early access game. I feel like, or I don't know. This year, only getting um, six games. It's like you, you only have six games. You want to make sure like at least five of them are releasing this year. Like you can't take too many risks yeah. on on draft day this year. Yeah, that's true. So, a question for you guys. Are we going to be able to pick up other games now uh, throughout the year? Yeah. And how many more can we pick up? So we are each going to be picking up seven games. Um, seven games on top of the yeah. six that we have. Correct. Okay. And that okay. will be done throughout the year. It Honestly, we usually do secret. Like, we just keep track of it on ourselves we're not really (laughs) clamoring about it unless you know we've kind of filled up our roster or we've noticed like holy crap you really spent 72 dollars on super mario wonder (laughs) you know listen that's Um, what winners do worked out yeah so we kind of just like unannounced uh mario launch game comes out for the super switch you know i'm i'm putting all 100 in for that i'm saving it for that oh my god if you (laughs) if you do that and you have like three more slots left you are just gonna be clamoring for scraps at that well, point well we did as you've seen i draft a lot of things that aren't even on your guys's radar so i'm here you know in the weeds that, looking for yeah the and you came out last <laughs> last year so there's Ooh. that that's fine well that actually leads me to my next question um can you bid zero dollars for a game? yes we did allow bidding zero dollars okay. we have a hundred dollars for the year with none of the money rolls over so we didn't have any left i left yeah. over money last year but i didn't 
we didn't get that. So we have a hundred dollars. We go out throughout the year. We each have one additional counter pick that we have to do. Um, basically by November 30th, you have until November 30th to counter pick one other game. If you do not counter pick a game, you will get like negative, like 20 points. Like, Oh, sheesh. Yeah. Just okay. or not. So we got to kind of keep abreast of other people's lists and stuff. And um, I think the bids go through like on Saturday, s- Saturday on night, Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think right now it says, yeah, bids process in about almost three days. Yeah. So Saturday night. Um, Any other questions? You can follow us. The audience can follow us on fantasycritic.games if they look for RXP podcasts. You can follow along. We have zero followers right now. We'll take anyone. <laughs> to follow our <laughs> draft and if anyone has any advice let me know i can be the people's champ we can win together guys <laughs> okay Just give me all the intel you and the audience <laughs> collectively could be the squirrel squad is what you're saying yes exactly <laughs> exactly join the squirrel squad be one of us <laughs> yeah okay i do love that counter picks lock in the pick for someone else too yes so like if you notice someone pick a uh, questionable game later on in the year, you just need to lock that in quick so they can't drop. So you can drop games too, right? We so can, how often can you do that? We can drop if it's if they if they officially say if the studios officially announce that they will not be releasing this calendar year, we can drop mm-hmm. those games unless it's counterpicked, and we mm-hmm. are allowed oh, to yeah, drop wow. one game that will release. Like if we change our mind. Okay, so infinite for if it doesn't release, but if it's going to release, only one game Correct. can be dropped. Okay. Correct. I don't know if you get the money back um, based on, like, if you pay no way. money. Yeah, Some I don't know don't, about that. But... those logistics. Um, also, you know, full remakes are allowed. We're not doing any ports or, like, partial remakes or remasters or anything. Um, basically, we're trying to keep to the new game situation for this draft and you know that's kind of what it's exciting about this year at least for what we have so far there's not that many remakes which we love to see there's a lot of new game franchises yeah sequels to great games that we know about already um so pretty excited about this year uh 2023 obviously was great but i think the one asterisk is there were a lot of remakes um, and a lot of just like known commodities that came out yeah. so it'd be nice to have a year that also is as good but less remakes in general (laughs) so we'll see yeah that's fair that's fair well thanks for listening to this episode i'm really excited for this again you can follow us on fantasycritic.games rxp podcast um you can follow us on youtube please subscribe and like our video we are we'd like to thank grandmaster doug for the tunes and we'll talk to you next time our next episode i'm super excited about we're going to talk about what our most anticipated experiences for 2024 is going to be look out for that have a great day Do I click record or stop? Yeah, you can. Uh, <laughs> uh, do I click record or stop to stop? Okay, cool. That makes sense. Democracy. Boomerang boy.